Good evening. Welcome to Evelyn's Words of Wisdom. I'm Dr. Billy J. Minton, along with my mother, Evelyn Minton. Mom, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Uh, I've had a great day. It, uh, sunshine, the children went out to play, and I watched TV and read your books, and uh, and uh, had a great uh, a lunch that you made my soup, and I love that. And then you bought me pineapple um, drink, and and I've just had a wonderful day. Well, it sounds like you did, Mom. And that soup was really good, wasn't it, that we had? Oh, yes. I ate and ate and ate. It was so delicious. I just got through drinking my pineapple smoothie, and it was awesome. I wanted one last night, but it was too late, and I didn't want to have terrible dreams. Me either. If you go to bed uh, uh, eating a lot and drinking a lot, you're sure to have bad dreams. <laughs> and I don't need any help having bad dreams because I have some crazy dreams. Yeah, I do too. And I have, I get up and tell them what all I dream that they laugh at me. Oh, I know. Me too. Well, um, now you told me before we get started that you wanted to give a message to uh, Crystal Taylor and Carl Blue Wise, the, our producer and friend in Memphis. And Crystal is a great songwriter and singer. And Tanya Carlson, she's also a great singer and performer and songwriter. And her husband, John Thor, he's also a great singer and songwriter. So you wanted to give them a uh, message, Mom. What did you want to tell them? Oh, that I love their music. It is great. And I want you to keep on uh, making it so I can listen to it. All right. And I have to agree with that. That's some awesome music. And by the way, I just got a um, Crystal CD, Memphis Bound, in the mail today, just this minute. I just opened it. And thank you, Crystal. I'm so excited. Thank you for the beautiful note. And I love the, the way you wrote on my CD. It was just awesome. And I will treasure it forever. And um, I hope when you guys get my book, I sent books out to every one of you all. I hope you love your books. And I hope you love what I wrote in there. I know you'll love those books because I read them over and over. And, and I just love them. Well, I'm so glad. You know, Mom, um, today what I wanted to kind of talk about is the fact that sometimes uh, people can have difficulties in their life and, and their uh, emotional health gets a little bit poor. And if they don't take care of that, sometimes it makes them frail and sometimes it makes them their body kind of sick. Oh, yes, that is true. When you feel bad and uh, and don't feel good at all, you can just uh, uh, take your exercise and eat good meals and uh, and just don't and just be happy. And, you know, don't uh, go around grumpy. And and uh, the best thing to do is just keep on going. That's right, Mom. And you can't worry about what other people say and do. You can't let other people make you unhappy. And if people say mean things to you and kind of make you unhappy, what you need to do is just kind of um, shut it down and don't change. Just be yourself and don't let what other people say and do to you, if it's negative, do not let it affect you emotionally because eventually it could affect your health. Oh, yes, it could. So if anyone does that to you, why you just go on and, and just ignore them and, and show them that you, can, that you don't have to listen to them. Yeah, I would think that success is the best revenge in the world. Yes, it is. You know, um, also it reminds me of that old saying that people used to say, let those words and actions that someone does to you in a negative way 
roll off of your back like water off a duck's back. Oh, yes, that's what I would do. Okay, so, you know, this makes me think of my really good friends, Bob and Wendy Welch. I miss them so much, and I know you remember Bob and Wendy. Oh, yes, I do. I just love those people. And Wendy's mother, Betty. You talked to her a lot, too. Yes, I did. She'd call the office for you, and I'd talk to her, and, and she sounded so sweet. Oh, she was sweet, Mother. Um, so basically, Wendy and Bob Welch, they lived uh, in Nashville, and I live, Mom and I live in East Tennessee, which is all the way on the on the other end of the state, and then Wendy's mother, Betty, lived in Memphis, which is totally west, and we're totally east, and then Bob and Wendy were right in the middle. Yeah, that's that's the way it was, but we still stayed in touch with each other. Yeah, a lot of times we would all get on the phone together and have these big group conversations, and it was so happy. It was almost like Thanksgiving on the telephone. Oh, yes, it was. I really enjoyed talking to them so much. I do, too. Well, since we're talking about this topic, the reason I wanted to bring this up is because, you know, Wendy, she passed away four years after Bob. And Wendy and Bob were so close. I mean, they literally held hands. You know, they would sit and hold hands at home until they went to bed at night. Yes, they did. They were they were crazy about each other. And she passed away four years after Bob did. And I really think Wendy died from a broken heart. She just could not get past it with, you know, being without Bob was too hard for her. I think that's true. If you just dwell on it and uh, and and don't try to go on with your life, well, that can just kill you. Bob and Wendy were so good to me. They were almost like a second set of parents. I mean, they they were just, they sent me things all the time. They sent me gifts, and they'd write on things, and they'd send me. One time, Bob had me send every album cover that I had of his, and he wrote all over every one of them sent them back to me, and I have them in a glass coffee table right now in my sunroom, and every single one of them fits in there, and you can see every one of them through the glass. Oh, yes, they look so nice in there, and it just reminds you of him and how how wonderful he was. Do you remember when they invited me to Las Vegas, and I'd been to Las Vegas a lot of times, but they invited me to come to one of Bob's concerts, and um, Atlanta Rhythm Section was going to be playing with them. And I met all of Atlanta Rhythm Section, became friends with, uh, you know, Dave Anderson and Steve Stone. And um, then I met uh, a great friend that used to be a NASA, uh, he used to work at NASA, a scientist at NASA, Ray Cronace. And he is uh, a really great guy. And he is, uh, he just wrote a book with uh, his uh, business partner. Juliana, and it's called the Health Span Solution. But I met some great people because of Bob and Wendy, and I still cherish these people, and I miss them so much. But you know, um, Bob, he just, he was so special to Wendy that she just couldn't live without him. That's true. And I just loved to hear him sing, and uh, uh, it just, you know, they make good music. Yes, they do. And, you know, um, Bob, even though he used to be in Fleetwood Mac during the very early 70s, I think it was around 71 to 74 or something like that. But, um, you know, 
even though he was in that group, I really and truly loved his solo career uh, more than I did when he was with Fleetwood Mac. But I do remember when he was with Fleetwood Mac, they did several albums. One was called Future Games, and they did one called Bear Trees, and it had um, Sentimental Lady on it, the rock version, which I love. Then they did an album called Penguin, and they did one, uh, Mystery to Me, and they did Heroes Are Hard to Find. Yeah, I've heard all those songs, and I really enjoy listening to all of them. Oh, I know you do, and I know you love Fleetwood Mac, too. But, you know, um, when Bob had his solo career, he had some really great hits. Sentimental Lady, which is my all-time favorite song in the whole world. Ebony Eyes, Hot Love, Cold World. Um, He had one called Easy to Fall. And his French Kiss album went platinum. Oh, yes, they did. I just really, really enjoyed uh, listening to him. And, you know, he used to call me his sentimental doctor. Oh, yeah, he did. He he really thought a lot of you. He even wrote that on one of the album covers that I have. And um, it just, uh, it just really just, every time I hear his music, it still brings tears to my eyes. Yeah, and Wendy, she she really liked you too. So you lost two good friends there. And then her mother. So Bob passed away first. Then Wendy passed away four years later. And then her mother went a few years after that. Oh, yeah, that was so sad to see all them pass so fast. Now, Wendy's mother, Betty, she was another person I talked to all the time. And Wendy kept telling me to please look after her, and I did. And, you know, um, she would talk to me all the time on the phone and explain to me all the people. She had lost every single person in her immediate family. She did. I mean, she had some real distant relatives, but... She didn't have any immediate family, and her only daughter was gone. And let me just tell you, she kept telling me over and over that she was ready to go. And I'd say, Betty, please don't say that. I want to keep you just a little while. And I remember something else I said to her mom. I told her, I said, you know, I wish we had crossed paths. I I, I wish that, you know, you hadn't have been so many years older than me. I would have liked to have had more years with you. Oh, yeah, that would have been great to spend time with her and to spend time with uh, with uh, Bob and uh, Wendy. But I learned so much from Betty, and we all took care of each other. And, um, you know, it was just an amazing friendship. It's it, Those friendships have shaped me. I have their pictures in my office. I look at them every day. And um, did you know that Wendy's mother, Betty, I've got a picture of her. She wanted to be a rockette. Oh, she did. I didn't know that. Oh, you should see her in her outfit. And um, I don't think she was quite tall enough, but boy, she was a dancer. Oh, yeah, I know she was. And uh, I love to dance. I said I've been a dancer all my life, and I still love to dance. I do, too. You know, I was saying that Sentimental Lady was my favorite song that Bob did. My other favorite song that Bob did was Precious Love. Matter of fact, I listened to it today. It also comes in a French version. And the French version, I can't talk. The French version is really amazing. And Chad and I listen to it all the time. And we can sing it in French. We've heard it so many times. Oh, yeah. Y'all y'all do really good together. And that's, Chad's going to make a, a good singer. Yes, he is. Chad's got a great voice. And I'm really, really proud of him. You know, thinking about Bob... Um, he, uh, 
he he released another CD called Bob Welch, His Fleetwood Mac Years and Beyond. And boy, did he put a lot of great songs on that CD. Yes, he did. They were all just wonderful. And one of the ones on that song was kind of new, and it was called Like Rain. Boy, that's a good song. Wendy thought it was one of the best songs he ever did, and I have to agree. That song, Like Rain, it ranks right up there with Sentimental Lady and Precious Love, and that's a big deal for me to say that. Oh, yes, it was. I love to listen to them, and uh, Billy just loves them. You know something else that they did? When Bob made a, a record, an album, do you know that he played every inter- instrument on his album? Like he recorded each part and put it together. He really did. Yes, he did, and he, he did a great job. He told me years ago when he lived in Paris, France, that uh, he uh, ate a lot of beans and rice because money was tight. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, li- he really ate that beans and rice. He liked it, too. Yes, and did you know that Bob was the first American band member of Fleetwood Mac? Yeah, I heard that, and uh, and he did really good, and I, I, I listened to his music all the time. Let me tell you something really interesting. Wendy, do you know that she donated, and she they, they have a, a scholarship program at Belmont Music School in Nashville, and Mike Lawson was uh, Bob's best friend. Mike was Bob's best friend boyfriend i was bob's best girlfriend outside of wendy and wendy and i were were great friends we were best friends too and um you know they what they did was is wendy had a scholarship uh, in her will left and mike made sure mike lawson made sure he helped take care of wendy he did everything for her hand and foot and um when she was ill so mike made sure that everything got to the belmont school of music and Mick Fleetwood, he actually did a tribute to Bob, and there's a big piece of art that Mick put, Mick Fleetwood made and put in there, and it talks all about his friendship with Bob, and there's, I think there's a picture of the two of them on it, but anyway, I was invited to go to that and to do a um, speech. For some reason, I didn't get to go, but it was in Nashville, but you know, because of what Wendy left to that school, all of the money that they get from all the songs that they did, it goes to that school to help students that want to be a musician. I think that is so wonderful, and I encourage you to go, but you, there was something come up that kept you from going. I can't remember what it was, but uh, anyway, Bob, he, he told me a lot of stories. He told me he was born in Los Angeles, and he said he was named after his father. His father was named Robert Lawrence Welch, and Bob's father was a movie producer and screenwriter. Did you know that? Yes, I heard about it, and uh, he seems to be a great uh, anything in music. You know, he told me that um, he was always accustomed to seeing his parents have these huge stars in their house. I'll give you an example. People like Bob Hope. Can you believe that? Oh, yeah. They're they're real popular, and uh, I, I sure like Bob Hope. Well, did you know that Bob's mother, her name was Templeton Fox, and she was a singer and an actress, and she worked with people like Orson Welles? Oh, my goodness. No, I don't think I I heard about that. She worked in radio, and she appeared on TV and in movies, but, you know, Bob just loved all kinds of music, jazz, blues, bop, rock. Yeah, that's why I like to listen to him, because... Uh, He played music like that, and I really (coughs) enjoyed it. 
Bob and Wendy told me that in 1999, that Bob released an album called Bob Welch Looks at Bob, and I actually have that album. And he told me it was just a self-indulgent album. Wendy did not like it. She gave him so much flack over making that. And he said that uh, that Wendy was right, that, you know, he knew it wasn't going to be a big album, but he did it just for himself. But they, she always made a joke about that album to me, and I thought it was so funny because she hated that album. Oh, yes, she did. And, uh, and he just laughed at her and went on. I'll never forget the first time that Wendy called me. And she said, is it okay if Bob calls you tonight around 7? And I laughed because I didn't really think it was the Bob Welch I knew. I thought it was one of my friends playing a prank on me. Because, you know, to me, Bob Welch was everything. Uh, I listened to his music when I was 8 years old all the way till I was 7. Well, I mean, I started listening to his music at 8 years old. And uh, I had a transistor radio strapped to my bicycle. So when I delivered newspapers or did anything, I was listening to Bob. Oh, yeah, I listen to him all the time. But, you know, I'm not one to be starstruck. But when uh, when they called me, I was just, I really couldn't believe it. I know. It was just, it was just heartbreaking to, to hear about him. Yes, it was. Anyway, um, Bob and Wendy and I would talk on the phone all the time. And Wendy, you know, she explained that Bob was just... Uh, really fascinated about how I help patients. So can you believe that my favorite solo artist and somebody that I'd listened to since childhood was calling me and was interested in my career and profession? That was almost funny to me. And we just clicked and we became like family. And Wendy's mother, Betty, uh, she was like family too. And so, God, we were friends for many, many years. Oh, yes, we were, and we enjoyed every minute of it. We did, and I remember hearing you sit up front talking to Wendy's mother. I remember, and you all would just have such a great time. Yes, we did. Um, so anyway, when I went to uh, Las Vegas and went to that concert of Bob's and Atlanta Rhythm Section, Dave Anderson and Steve Stone, they were just awesome. And, you know, the way they play guitar is just out of this world. And then, like I said, I met Ray Cronace. He's such a brilliant man. We're still great friends. And um, I just cherish all these people. I met so many great friends through Bob and Wendy. Oh, yes. When you came back, you told me all about them. And you were so happy to meet all those. And I was happy for you. You know, Bob, um, we had a talk one time about his music. And I let Bob know that I had carried his music with me through every heartbreak and triumph in my life since childhood. Oh, yes, you did. I remember that you would just, uh, oh, you loved his songs, and you'd listen to them over and over. Bob's music, it resides in my heart, and it's really with me everywhere I go. And I let Bob know that his music is a chapter in my life within itself, and um he told me that the friendship that, that I had with him helped him understand and that it really sincerely defined how his music really uh, touched other people. Yes, that was exactly what he said. And and uh, you were so happy because he said that to you. And you know something, Bob loved my songwriting, but he passed away before we did anything with it. So I know that he's a 
up in heaven cheering me on. And I know for a fact that uh, when uh, I finally get a few of the things I've got to get out soon with my producer in Memphis, uh, Blue Wise, I know that Bob is going to be just rejoicing for the work that I'm doing from heaven because he was very, very focused on my music. He really loved it. Oh, yes, he did. And and it, it's awful that he had to pass it before y'all could even, you know, have an album together. And, and it was just really sad. Mother, it broke my heart to this day. I still, when I hear his songs, I still can't believe he's gone. But he liked my music so much, Mom. He even told me, you know, I wrote jingles and songs for my companies. He told me that that was unbelievably great. And he said, I could not have done a better job myself. Now, when you get a compliment like that from Bob Welch, that's a big deal to me. Oh, yes, it is. But I love all those uh, songs that you wrote. Uh, uh, Everybody that I've ever talked to loves them. I want to tell you a really funny story while we're on Bob and Wendy. Wendy told me that Bob's favorite grocery store was Kroger. And she said that Bob would put on... I sent him, you know, one of my company ball caps, and she said that he would put it on because he liked the way it fit his head, and that Wendy told me there was this little girl that worked in the store that had a major crush on Bob, and we used to laugh about it and tease him, and he'd tell us to quit embarrassing him. Oh, yeah, I remember that, and you all got a kick out of that. Do you want to know sometimes, Mother, I've been in Kroger and uh, in in our hometown, and you know that sentimental lady sometimes comes on while I'm shopping, and it puts chills on me from head to toe. I feel like he's just connecting to me. Oh, yeah, that that would be really, really something. You know, on to Wendy's mother, Betty. She really was like a second mother. I mean, I'd known her as long as I did Wendy, and we loved each other. I called her all the time, and, you know, she she was a very wise lady, and she was a very proper lady. She was a diva like you. I mean, she always was dressed to the nines, and just everything she said and did was so classy. And I really cherish my relationship with her. Yeah, you could tell that from uh, from talking to her on the phone. Uh, it, she was really, really nice, and 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 did the things you said she did. I miss her sweet, lovely voice, and you know something I really miss. Before we would hang up every single time. Do you know that we said a prayer together every single time? Oh, yeah. She loved the Lord. And y'all would say a prayer, and and she said it would just really help her. She just told me that she did the best she could do to carry on after Wendy passed. But she said, you know, she'd outlived her entire immediate family, and she missed them so, so much. Yes, she did. And she was just, you know, just ready to go. You know, I remember when Wendy first started getting sick, she told me, make sure you call my mom every day if you can. I was already doing that, and I told Wendy, don't worry about one thing. I'm going to keep on looking after your mom, and I'm going to talk to her every single day. Yes, you did, and you did too. And that was so sweet of you. Do you know that I've got this photograph of Bob and Wendy and I, and um, it's uh, it was made into this like this glass block, and it's beautiful. And, you know, I also sent her mother one that she kept on her nightstand. She said, this is the only photo that I keep out in my room. Oh, yes, she was so, she loved that better than anything. I miss them so much, but, you know, Betty and I were close, and we were bonded, but we were born so many years apart. 
And I think that our natural born years apart, it really brought balance to the friendship. I wanted more years of friendship with Betty, but God's plan is perfect and he called her home. So I'm getting, I'm sorry, I'm getting all teared up. Um, But Betty and Wendy and Bob, they're all together in that sentimental, gentle wind. Oh, yes, I'm sure they are. And they're so happy. Well, um, you know, Betty, this is something I want to share with you. This is so important to me. This is her favorite quote or poem. And she introduced this to me, Mom. I'd never heard it until she said it to me. But she told me this poem many times, and she knew it by heart. And here's how it goes. There is a destiny that makes us brothers. None goes his way alone. All that we send into the lives of others comes back into our own. Oh, that is so beautiful. It is. The author of that, his name is Edwin Markham, M-A-R-K-H-A-M. Have you ever heard that before? Seems like I have. I hadn't heard it until Betty told me about it years ago, but it was really beautiful. You know, if if I wanted to say something special to people listening to our podcast, I would say to them, has someone in your life passed away that still causes you to feel deep soul pain? If so, pray and ask God to help you emotionally and physically overcome the deep soul pain that you feel from the passing of a loved one. Oh, yes, that's exactly what you do. And, you know, this makes me think of a Bible verse, John 14, verses 1 through 4. Oh, that's Layla barking. Uh, John 14, chapter 14, verses 1 through 4. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. And you know the way to where I'm going. I love that. And it is so beautiful. You know, I've used that Bible verse many times preaching funerals. But mom, I just want to thank you so much for spending this time with me and doing this podcast about how important it is to um, take care of your health when you get emotionally upset and, and don't let it make your body sick. And that's what this topic is what made me think of Bob, Wendy and and Betty. So I just want to thank you, Mom. I love you. God bless you, and bye for now. I love you, and God bless you, and bye for now.